They are not lunatics. They are Marxists. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hey, Larry, we got episode 83. 83, baby. You know what that is. The year the White Sox were last good. No, I guess that would be 05, but they they almost won in 83. But that was the far end of the US UHF channel spectrum. Oh, that's that's it only goes up to 83. That's it. I used to work with some guy and uh, we gave everybody names that they didn't know about. And one guy would kind of space out and just sort of you know lose contact with reality occasionally. And so I dubbed him Channel 83. Nice. As far out as you can get while still being <laughs> on the planet. Exactly. Nothing Channel wrong with that. Mm-hmm. 34 shot and four killed over the weekend in Chirac. Wow. Busy. Not a whole lot. Uh, I mean, as the it gets warmer, mm. then it does. Uh, business picks up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and I was just bad mouthing the boost bot. It is showing up now in uh, No Agenda Social. So for those of you that want a live boost, we do these shows live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central. Get mm. yourself into a podcasting 2.0 app. Go to newpodcastapps.com and tell the podfather Larry and Darren sent you. Yeah. He'll be like, who? Who? who are oh, those no, he guys? knows who you are. I think he knows who I am too, but he knows you better. All those thumbnails you've given him. Oh my God. I know. Now that all the AI can just do all that work. You know what? AI blows. Let me say that right <laughs> up front. Sorry. Sorry, CSB. But I my most recent episode, I needed a uh um the thumbnail. The, the title of the episode is uh, Zombies Attack Larry's Escape from LA Yard Sale, right? And I was getting late. I'm tired. I think, do I really want to, you know, paste something up with Photoshop, whatever. And I, I found this AI thing, you know, and I plugged in so many descriptors and it spit out absolute shit. I mean, it, was, it wasn't even close. It was not even close. So I had to do it myself. It is not quite ready for prime no. time. Most of the no. time. No, it does some things really well and other things. And it's funny because there are things that just don't seem to make sense. One being that it can't figure out hands and feet. That is hilarious when it comes down to it. Uh, It does not allow for you to make any changes. So if you're somebody that creates a piece of art and an AI generator and you're like, wow, that's like 90% of the way there. Well, good luck. You can't change anything without going back to manual methods in Photoshop yeah. or something like that, which you could have probably done to begin with. And, right. uh, but there are times it's quite easy. The artwork that I put up for No Agenda this week was created in Photoshop using their AI. And the one I just wanted to do a very basic since uh, Uncle Ted, the Unabomber, dead. 
I was like, oh, I want to do just give me a basic drawing kind of of a small cabin in the middle of the woods. And it generated that fairly easily, fairly quick. Now, it wasn't the first choice that it had given me, and I had to press the button a couple of times. But overall, it was a very usable piece of artwork. Well, that's good. But that's not always the case. There are sometimes when you like uh, they had mentioned Joe Biden on No Agenda yesterday. I know, big surprise, saying transgender instead of that. transgender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the first thing I thought of was, well, the old fashioned jester, especially you figured, OK, this has to be in this graphics model somewhere because you think of mm-hmm. the Joker on every card, you know, deck of yeah. cards, pretty much. Sure. And it just would not generate anything that looked anything like that for me. Yeah. So, a long way to go. Yes. There's a long way to go and a short time to get there. Like in Chirac, where we have the NASCAR bunch coming in in just a few weeks now going to be interesting some of the roads have been starting i'm excited for you darren (laughs) i'm staying as far away as humanly possible why don't you buy yourself a drone and watch it all you know you control what you see and live stream it i wonder how quickly the faa is i'm assuming they're the ones that control that you know you try to fly a drone over that race Mm. i'm guessing there are some restrictions for that kind of stuff one would think yeah but again i saw a video you know i'm not a football fan but i saw this video this morning of Tom Brady on a boat, a boat that was not on flat water, right? And some guy was running a drone out there, maybe 30, 40, 50 yards off the stern of that boat and said, bet you can't knock that drone down with that football. And he fucking did it. (laughs) I mean, holy shit. Wow. Got a cannon. That was impressive. Hey, you have to be able to, uh, account for the wind and the movement yeah, and it was it was amazing it was amazing i'm assuming that's why he made a lot of money yeah over his career yeah those sports ball people that just make millions mm. of dollars yeah and uh you know then you got people like donald trump who's made millions of dollars and well lost as well but is being persecuted to a level that uh I, we, I have never seen anything like this. Well, you know, I think that the average walking around uh, person has no grasp of the enormity of this occurring and how it, it just absolutely um, is poised to destroy this country. They, they don't know. Most people just don't know. And it's, it's terrifying. But, you know, it's, this, is, this is like the worst thing that has ever happened to America, period. Because there's no winners. And I'm still trying to figure out what the radical left who is behind all of this. What is the end game? Do they want Trump to be the Republican nominee because they think he's the only nominee they can trounce if if he is indeed who they put out there? I think they're maybe more afraid of somebody like DeSantis because he doesn't have the baggage that Trump has, even though they're trying to get him there quick. They'll, they'll get anybody there. I mean, that's not a problem. And um, they just, they just despise him. And you know, the, you got to look at the way they look at it. It's just, if they, if they can um, imprison Trump uh, or completely hamstring him in advance, and that's fewer votes they have to rig in uh, November of 24. It's just that simple. 
You know, there's a, there's a tipping point. I guess there's like, well, it was pretty obvious, I think, in 2020. Um, but it seems like Trump is cuming such fantastic support so early on that they're really concerned about that. So it's like, hey, you know what? Let's let's just lock this let's lock this guy up, get him out of the way. And DeSantis, you know, I was watching. I've, I've been keeping watching DeSantis, and, and Trump is right. He said he needs a what is it? A personality transplant. <laughs> he does. He's yeah. fucking boring. He really is. He's not a gifted speaker. He lacks uh, charisma, and I don't think he's got a shot. I mean, that may be by design, but I don't know how that helps in getting people excited around your candidacy. And I love that you use the word cumed. Only a radio guy would use cumed. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but this, this is the issue. It's like, why don't we have somebody that's more exciting that can stand up? That's one thing that Donald Trump, whether people like him or hate him, I think you have to admit that he can get up in front of a crowd without a teleprompter and speak for an hour or two mm-hmm. and have people engage, not like what Joe Biden is doing now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the only other guy out there at this time who's his equal or better is uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr., except he's horribly handicapped by that vocal condition he has. I mean, if I get a normal voice, <laughs> yeah, wow, he'd be he'd be really formidable. Well, he would definitely be dangerous because he's a Democrat who makes sense, which is yeah. which is rare yeah. right now that hasn't bought all in on the radical side. And that's interesting because everybody that is in the media wants to tell you that Trump is basically a far left Nazi. DeSantis is the same way. You're seeing all the stuff that is going on in Florida with Disney. They're going to point to that as DeSantis, of course, just trying to shut down these nice, nice, just well-meaning capitalists that are trying to run a theme park. Hmm. And the story is going to get told no matter what. It's never going to be truthful. Everybody has gotten to the point to where the media pushes out stories on Twitter without getting any kind of verification. And the stories that allegedly have verification now are verified by, oh, these are just people close to the matter. People familiar with the matter. Yeah. Sources, the all purpose sources, the all purpose anonymous sources. Yes. Feeding all (laughs) of the same, (laughs) all of the same lies. Now I see that, uh, this is no surprise. We should probably start with the bang. I see Scott Lobito has a an, an, a take on the Trump indictment. Yes. And I think Scott has the proper tone of, uh, of alarm uh, and near desperation. I mean, he gets it. He gets how fucking horribly momentous this is. And uh, it's, it's, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking to people. I had dinner with some folks uh, Saturday night. And I mean, they were they were kind of clueless as to how horribly uh, damaging this uh, this is this persecution of this guy. It's really I, I think few fucking people understand just how bad this uh, this portends for America. Well, that it's just straight out political persecution. A, yeah, this latest one for those who haven't followed closely, because, you know, there comes a point where you're like, I don't even care anymore. I don't want to, I don't need the details. I know it's they better idiotic. fucking care. That's they true. Better fucking care. But you're getting overloaded with the stuff. And a lot of people check out. And the fact that this is true. about documents again, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, oh, wait, let me just, let me just see if I get this right. Donald Trump, they found some documents. 
that weren't supposed to be taken from the White House, whatever. Allegedly. Yes. Now, the reality is Donald Trump is not the kind of guy that's going to go pack up his own office. Is he? Do you really think that Donald Trump's going to be the one going? He's going to go down to Staples. He's going to buy a bunch of those bankers boxes. Yeah, he's going to rent a U-Haul to his limo. Right. It's like, no. He walked out and whoever's doing work for him loaded up whatever was in his office and maybe there was classified documents. Now, I'll say the same exact thing for most of the stuff with Biden, most of the stuff with Clinton, most of the stuff with Obama. They're all guilty of the same thing. There's no question about that. They had documents that were removed. Joey's were sitting next to his Corvette in the garage. Yeah. Now, the thing that they don't have with Trump that they seem to have with Biden is millions of dollars coming in from foreign countries for no apparent reason. Mm. But we don't want to talk about that part. Yeah. Well, we now we live in a banana republic that's led by a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, I like bananas, although I don't like yeah. the vegetable leading the, uh, yeah. you know, that's, he has the nuclear codes, kids. Mm-hmm. Or does he? Does is Joe Biden even in control or is this really the point where... <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, they have that. It's a briefcase that they call the football. Right. right? Allegedly this, but I'm sure they've like cleaned out the, the, the real electronics. And then they just have that staples red button, you know, here, push <laughs> this and it just goes, eh, eh, you know, and then Joey feel like he's got power. He could open it's it up and up. look at it every now and then like, yep. Yeah. It's, it's the Fisher price version of the football. <laughs> See now that would be good art right yeah. there. It would be Joe Biden with like a speaking spell or something, just yeah. pounding on it, like launch nuclear weapons. Can Joey say nuclear? You think? I don't know. They made fun of Bush George could, Bush, right? For, for, we had eight years of Bush saying nuclear, <laughs> which I loved. Jesus, again, that bugged me. It really did. Hey, then again, I was the inauguration guy. So right on. Yeah, back. But that was a, well, yeah, I know. And you know what? <laughs> Kudos to you for having such a good sense of you. But that was it was a one off. Everybody does that. Everybody yeah. trips over their tongue sometimes. OK, nobody nobody's immune to that. I don't give a fuck who they are. But Bush consistently for eight years. And, you know, somebody somewhere said to him, hey, Georgie, it's uh, it's nuclear, not nuclear. And he just either didn't understand or said, fuck it. I'm going to say it the way I want to say it. Okay. Which I can also appreciate, which is like, I know I'm saying it wrong, but I don't care. Because if I correct myself now, now I'm going to look even worse. So I'm just going to stick with yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. He should be a podcaster. Bush? No. We get enough <laughs> like him. No, please don't. <laughs> don't. But let's see what, uh, let's see what Scott has to say about yeah. This, this current situation that we find ourselves in, this quagmire, if you will. Put down the shiny fucking keys, people. Stop. Do you know? You know, I, I love that term. And I had to think about it a second. And then I realized in the days where I used to attend church fairly regularly, uh, a lot of times parents would hand um, cranky toddlers a, a bunch of keys and right. sit there and just marvel at them as if it was like, uh, I don't know, you know, atomic formulas or something. So, yeah. so I guess that's where, I guess that's where, that's where Scott's going with that. I like it. Yeah. You got them shiny object. That's where their yeah. attention is. Shiny keys. Yeah. You know, magicians will tell you the biggest skill that you can have is the ability to make somebody's attention go somewhere else. So you can do the yeah. thing that they're not supposed to see. Right. And uh, 
Yeah, that's absolutely it. The shiny objects, folks. We're all paying attention to them. Everybody walking down the street, sitting anywhere on a phone. I mean, if you've ever gone anywhere with a lot of people around right now, and I'm guessing you're one of the few that aren't on the phone, you look around. Oh, yeah. Everybody's just knee deep in their phone. Yeah. Kind of sad. It's very sad. Do you know what just happened? Do you know what's happening to your fucking life? They just indicted Donald Trump. Again. He should have again. Yeah. Funny. Few hours after all the evidence comes out that Biden and his fucking jerk hole family got all that ten million dollars bribery bullshit. And then this fucking punk caused the DOJ to indict him. Stop. Understand something. Scott used, you know, I know this guy's like, uh, you know, a spiritual brother of mine because I'm like one of the only person, people alive that still calls people punks. Yes, yes, it's an he older calls, term. Called Joey a, or uh, who? Who did he just call a punk? Somebody was it uh, Garland or I don't know the guy that the whoever the indicter in Miami, which I'm not sure is this oh, right. a uh, Jack Smith? He's a punk. Oh, right. They're yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The other yeah. special prosecutor, and he looks yeah, like special. a punk. He does look like a punk. He looks like uh, somebody. He looks like somebody puked in his face and then stuck his head in the microwave, and it's just <laughs> all on there forever. That's the way that asshole looks. Oh, did I just call him an? A- did I just call a public official an asshole? Yes, I did. <laughs> I I'm doubting it's the first time. <laughs> I'm doubting it's the last. Also, yeah. What do you think, trolls? Yeah, probably. Understand something. When I say Donald Trump needs to get the fuck back in office, no matter what, I fucking mean it. Because the whole big picture, the DOJ, the feds, the president, Soros, this whole new world world order bullshit is destroying this company on purpose, this country. And Donald Trump's the man that's been trying to stop it. Stop. That was an interesting slip he made, because if you think about it, and he'll circle back to this, I don't even think he's aware of it, but if you think about it, America is really now run like a corporation. Oh, yeah. There's there's nothing remotely democratic about it anymore. There's a board, there's a bunch of major officers, and everybody else can fuck off. Really, it is. Which is why Trump was so good at leading it. Exactly. And again, you look at the nut for everybody that hates Donald Trump. And there's a lot of them out there. There may even be some Mm. listening to this show. Fuck them. Go look at the record. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, fuck them. But it's like, also (laughs) go look at the economic record of the country. They don't want to. They don't want to. They just want to say, Joey's a decent man. He's a decent man. Because, you know, you, you have the people that say Donald Trump diddled them, which are porn stars and uh, playmates past their prime. Yeah. Where we have lots of video of Joey diddling nine-year-olds, don't we? And we have that, uh, whatever she was at the time, the the one that said Joey diddled her in the office. uh, Mm -hmm. You know, she's a grown-ass woman who was actually working in the White House. This wasn't somebody from the outside. It wasn't a porn star. Yes. But we have to believe the porn stars, but we don't believe her because it's, Mm. the claim is, no, the claims against Joey, no. We can't believe that. And we have money. We have the money trail now. 
But nobody, yes, do. you know, it's like this is uh, this is what they call irrefutable evidence, kids. It trumps, if I can use that term, <laughs> it trumps the uh, unnamed sources and the alleged yeah. things that happen that you can't prove. Mm-hmm. Fucking, de- hey, we don't like what he says. He's a fucking, he's mean. You fucking assholes. This- <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean, Scott? This is historic. <laughs> This is going to backfire on you Democrats so bad as it always does. Remember, as one man as Donald Trump, there's a hundred million of us who will never give up this fight and fight these monsters that want to destroy this country as we speak. So get back on the fucking wagon. And if you weren't on the Trump wagon, hitch the motherfucking ride because your life is on the line. The state of this country forever is on the line. These fucking cocksuckers, they from Hillary Clinton all the way up, they get away with murder and everything, treason. Pass, pass, pass. They keep trying to take this man down, Donald Trump, because they fear the fuck out of him. They fear him because he's not part of the corporation. Do you understand? So stop looking at the shiny fucking keys and get the fuck on board because your life and the life of this country depend on it. Do you think there's really 100 million people in this country who are actively engaged in paying attention to anything? That's a damn good question. Um, hmm. It's a lot to ask right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because I pointed this out for multiple uh, things over the last few years. We have a greater access to technology that allows us to speak with people around the world instantaneously. Right. Yet people have no idea what's going on. People were way more engaged. If you go back to the American revolution, that's oh. all people were talking about. If you read about those times, they were going into the pubs and bars mm-hmm. and yeah, And this is what everybody was talking about. Now people are like, no, it's like, we don't want to think we are so fucking narcissistic. We are so tied up in everything else going on that a majority in our society do not even want to know what's going on in politics. They just think somebody else is going to take care of it. And that is how you get screwed. Totally true. Yes. It's like, I don't know how bad it has to get for people to go, huh? Well, well, gee, maybe I should pay more attention. Although I think since the mainstream media will never tell you that what's happening is the fault of the Democrats or the Bidens, then I don't know if anybody ever picks it up. Yeah, I think, you know, it's so far gone. People have become so uh, disengaged, as you said, or it's really disengaged. I think it's kind of a, in many cases, too kind a term. Let's call it what it is, self-centered. Yes. Um, you know, so give me, you know, the, as long as there's a stream of Pornhub, um, you know, and or whatever their favorite sport is and uh, junk food, you know, hey, okay, you know, obladi da. That's right. I and mean, you can turn on Pornhub or, God forbid, it's even worse, you might turn on Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you can have Domino's delivered right to your door. You don't even have to leave exactly yeah what a uh what a utopia really 
I think the only time that people may, may understand is not that far down the down the uh, down the river. It's not impossible that um, you know forces from uh, from China might be uh, kicking and going door to door in this country and kicking in doors and saying, you, you know, you get to this farm and you get to that collective and so on and so forth. Then, then they will understand. Okay. But not until something like that happens. And that's still probably yeah, at least a decade off. Right. Cause you have to change their day-to-day lives before they're going to yeah. get it. They have to be bitch slapped, bitch slapped, starved, beaten senseless. Oh, Oh, I guess I should have paid attention. <laughs> this is this is our political action plan. Bitch slap them, starve them, yeah. and then beat them senseless. Yes. That is a plan for victory, as you would hear it right is. here. Yeah. Hey, worked in uh, worked in China, worked in uh, Russia. It is a well-tested okay. plan. There's no question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got a clip, and this one's long, so I don't know if we'll get through the whole thing, but it is uh, okay. Mark Levin basically talking about the same thing. Yeah. And I think he might actually out anger Scott Lobido. Okay. Which is more than anything. Be careful. He's, he's, he's got a major uh, heart condition that dude, he's had like, you know, bypasses and all kinds of stuff. Well, I'm hoping that he uh, doubled up on his blood pressure meds before this. This was from a uh, Sean Hannity appearance and this it's a seven minute clip. Again, I don't know. Stop it at any time to comment. But this was him on Sean Hannity's show. Mm-hmm. And this is seven minutes of Sean Hannity going, here's Mark Levin, take it away. And Hannity says nothing for seven minutes. And Levin just goes. And I appreciate people that can do this too. There's people that do, you and I, yes. a solo podcast, the ability to fill seven minutes of time just on your own is not easy to do. And I think he does this well. President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Just by one of these counts, conspiracy to obstruct justice, which has a 20-year maximum sentence. This is a disgusting, disgusting uh, mark on American history for the future to come by these bandits in the White House, by the Democrat Party that don't play fair anymore. They don't want to just win elections. They want to take control of this country. They want one party rule. And they have used the Department of Justice and the FBI to get what they want. Merrick Garland is a mob lawyer. That's what he is. Jack Reed is a rogue Soviet style prosecutor. The Presidential Records Act is not a criminal statute and it was never intended to be. The Espionage Act of 1917 was passed under Woodrow Wilson, another corrupt president. Woodrow Wilson used it to go after his adversaries, and they imprisoned 2,000 people. So I suppose over there at the Department of Injustice, and this clown prosecutor spent a lot of time at The Hague, they probably figured these laws could be used to try and entrap Trump. All these obstruction issues that they claim, where the former attorney general, Bill Barr, comes up here and bloviates about it and all the formers coming on talking about obstruction. They have them on obstruction. There'd be no obstruction issue of any kind, not even in anybody's imagination. Had they not criminalized this case? This is a document case, a document case where a president of the United States or a former president faces 100 years in federal prison. Is this some kind of a sick joke on the American people? 
Joe Biden says he never told them what to do. Joe Biden had to sign off on that's becoming a National Archives case to have it go to the Department of Justice. Who does he think he's lying to? The American people? This is a guy that's got documents from the time he was in the U.S. Senate, for God's sakes, in his garage. I don't want to hear from the legal analysts the technicalities about false statements and obstruction. This should never have been a criminal case. Willful retention of documents. Well, what's the unwillful retention of documents mean? They're throwing all these process crimes and all these crimes that grow out of the criminal investigation against Trump. What did he do with the documents? Did he sell them to the enemy? No. That's why we have an espionage act, not to trick up a president. What did he do? Did he burn them all? No. The government has all the documents back. So there is no violation of the Presidential Records Act at this point. But they throw the book at him. They go after his attorneys. They make them testify. They're attorneys under the crime fraud exemption to attorney-client privilege. That means he didn't have due process. His own lawyers were being subjected to interrogations. And they had hundreds of in-person people testifying in front of grand juries. Thousands of collections of documents. For what? For what? And they indict him today? They indict him today in Miami? All of a sudden it's in Miami? All of a sudden we have a Florida grand jury? Because the moron in Washington figured out that there are venue issues that could lose him his case. This guy, this prosecutor, he lost eight to zero in the U.S. Supreme Court when they overturned the conviction of the former governor of Virginia because this jerk took a statute and expanded it. A jury in North Carolina wouldn't convict John Edwards because this jerk took a campaign statute and expanded it. And he's taken this case and he's undermining the country and he's interfering with a presidential election. And let me be clear, as Jared said, the attorney general of the United States made this final decision. This is not the independent counsel statute. This is a special counsel appointed by the attorney general under a Department of Justice regulation. This attorney general who pretends he's Helen Keller, he made the decision to indict the former president, and they made the decision to interfere in this election. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection. And that's exactly what's going on here. Let me go on. Joe Biden is the crookedest crook that's ever been in the Oval Office. Everywhere we look, there's a predicate for a special counsel. They won't appoint a special counsel, even though it's compelled under the law in which they appointed this special counsel, and you're not supposed to appoint a special counsel against your political opponent. You're supposed to appoint one in the case of Biden. 20 shell corporations, $10 million coming from the communist Chinese military, spread out among the family, no businesses to support this. Endless meetings, endless meetings with with Biden's, uh, with Hunter Biden's business partners. Bob Alinsky, who ties Joe Biden to the crimes, Mr. Big, Mr. 10%. And what does Biden say? Well, then where's the money? He's asking us, come and catch me if you can. The idea that this man isn't under a criminal investigation and that they criminalized a damn document case to go after 
Donald Trump is sickening. And I would say this to our fellow Americans. Don't be bamboozled by these cable channels and these fools who come on and tell you, well, he's not above the law. Are you kidding me? Democrat attorney general in New York, Democrat prosecutor in Manhattan, Democrat prosecutor in Atlanta, Democrat attorney general in Washington, D.C. What do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. What's going on here is a disgusting disgrace. It is war on Trump. It is war on the Republican Party, and it is a war on the Republic. The radical left is doing what the radical left does while they cover up for Biden the way they covered up for Hillary. If Donald Trump is to be charged like this, Hillary Clinton should have been charged with 10,000 counts of obstruction because that's how many emails she destroyed and five counts of destroying cell phones because that's how many cell phones they destroyed. I'm done and I'm sick of it. Now, I will say, I think that is the best example of rage we have ever had on this show. That was amazing. I think, you know, this is episode 83. I can't, maybe one clip previously played, we let, you know, go through uninterrupted by me. <laughs> but that was so fucking masterful. It would have been sacrilege to have butted, butted in on that. That was just amazing. And everything he said is true. The only word I've, I wish he'd included in there, it's, it's really not an insurrection. It's a fucking coup d'etat. Okay. That's what's happening. True, because it's not the citizens, it's the government. It's the government. And uh, that's that's what has happened. And, you know, it it remains to be seen. I mean, I I would think that that I've seen some some, uh, rumblings lately online. I don't know if they were accurate or not, but I hope they are. And that Trump is thinking of selecting Tulsi Gabbard for his running mate. And I think that'd be a great choice. I don't agree with a lot of what she says. But it would be politically expedient. Okay, she's female. She's good looking. She's kind of a an ethnic uh, cocktail. She's got all of. She ticks all the boxes for success. And I think she's got a lot of guts. I don't think she's. Uh, you know, she certainly took apart Kamala uh, in the debates a few years back, which was beautiful to watch. And even if they do lock Trump up, um, she can go out and campaign and keep throwing up slides behind her. Of, of Trump behind bars in his prison orange. And holy shit, you know, I don't think they'd be able to rig enough votes to stop that landslide. I really don't. I, I, I suspect it may, it may all end in violence anyway. I really do. Well, yeah, because either way, if Donald Trump is elected again, mm-hmm. you'd think the George Floyd riots aren't going to happen again? Of course they will. They will cock block him exactly as they did the last time out. And it'll be to a factor of five or 10. There's no question. So I still, I don't see at this point, any way this country goes on without some type of a, a really a, a civil war. At this point. Right. Cause that's also how they're going to try to keep people from voting for Donald Trump. Yeah. The, the yeah. left leaning media, which is almost all of it. Yeah. will be on the television every night saying, if Donald Trump is elected, we fear there's going to be riots in the street. Yeah. And then Antifa will make sure that there are riots in the street. Yeah. I would just like to see a cage match between Tulsi Gabbard and uh, Kamala Harris. That would be fun. Wouldn't last long. No, nor would a debate. So I don't know. No. But, okay. There's a serious no. question. Can Kamala 
hold up against Tulsi Gabbard better in hand-to-hand com- combat. And we know that Tulsi served in the military. I don't know exactly where or how. I know she served in the military or in a debate, just words. I think uh, Kamala might have a better chance trying to fight physically. Yeah, I think she'd get her ass kicked as well. Yeah. That, that way. Yeah. She, doesn't, she doesn't look like much of a specimen. But um, this is this is really, and few people, I think, really understand. Levin does. Scott does, we do, just how, um, how perilous, uh, what a perilous, perilous place we're at in this country at this fucking moment, man. It's like 24 hours before they're going to try to perp walk him in, in, in Miami. It's just beyond belief. Well, that why this whole, uh, the whole Levin thing was beautiful. Seven minutes. He builds, he is making logical, cohesive points at the same mm-hmm. time. And I, my favorite part was uh, Joe Biden being the crookedest crook in all of crook. the that's ever yes. been in the White House. Yes, and I know he has to he has to work, he, he, and it was masterful the way he 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 sort of remained within the uh, the confines of uh, well, not broadcast but cable television, you know, because I, I don't know how he he was very must have been tough for him to, to hold back from not just saying that that fucking scumbag, which yep. is what he is. He's not just a crook. He's a prick. He's an evil person. And he's got so many more mouth-breathing morons fooled with this whole decency shit. He's anything but decent. He's a scumbag. And again, there's a money trail there. Yeah. You know, and that was something that Levin mentioned. When you go and look at this with the Donald Trump document, Mm. I don't even know. I mean, well, we have a clip I can play. uh, Keith, because he claims there's a few things in the documents. You know, <laughs> that's now you're killing me from Levin to Keith. Oh, I know. It's like yeah. you hope you took your blood pressure medication yeah, as well, really? too. It comes in, it goes, it's like bam. Um, Boom. But what you don't see is anybody making the claim that Trump sold any of these secrets, no. these alleged secrets. Of course not. Because there is no money trail. And if there was a money trail, yeah. they would have found it because they're watching this guy really close. But we know there is a money trail for Joey, and we want to ignore that because it was Doesn't just matter. his kid. He's a decent man. His and his son's a decent crackhead whoremaster pile of shit. But uh, Keith, Keith the Queef, was so excited he had to have a special edition of his podcast. A special? Ooh, different sweater? Probably. With the same, the <laughs> same bad audio. In a special weekend Trump indictment edition of the Countdown podcast. I am sorry only that this is not a capital case. The indictment. So now he thinks it should be a capital case, even though Mark Levin just yeah. explained. And Levin's a lawyer, correct? I correct. believe. Oh, yes. Constitutional attorneys. Very got lots of credentials. Yeah. You know, has already explained that the document act, you know, was never meant to be even a criminalized thing. But no, Keith, he, he wants to make this a capital crime. Mm hmm. I mean, does he want to do this to the documents that Biden took to? I mean, should we do that first, Keith? Should we? Yeah, I would think that would make more sense because Biden's in office now, so he could do more damage. Yeah, but no. See, note what happened here, and I saw somebody bring this up a a few days ago, and it's so accurate. Somebody said, I think might have it might have been that Turley guy, that Jonathan Turley, who's getting a lot of airplay, and he said, you know, they have a they have a very fine line to tread because. You know, if they indict Donald Trump on this document rap, well, then, you know, they pretty much to got to to pro forma. They got to go after Joey for the same thing. Right. But they're not. Uh-huh. 
And so that's where we are at this point. People are overlooking the fact that it's, they are, they are so much in control. They have, they control everything that it's like, fuck you. We're going to do, we want you. We're not even going to make the pretense of being a non-biased here. We're just going to do what the fuck we want to do because we're running things. And that's, again, I think that's really what's going to light the fuse on hyperviolence in the not too distant future, that attitude. Yeah. Well, and the sad thing is the thing that they've really flipped the switch on is the news media. Mm. Because when you and I were kids, even though the news media was quite liberal, as we have talked about, yeah. the guys that were on the air every night took their job seriously enough to where if even their guy, their president of the party they support was a crook, they would report that he was a crook. Yeah. But you don't have that anymore. No. Now it's like, nope, we can't admit that. Nope. We need to cover this up because otherwise... And all of it is being done, I think, because, oh, no, wait, if we if we expose Joe Biden as a fucking crook, Trump's going to win. I think that's what they're afraid of. So you got to make Trump look. Maybe this is why they keep doubling down on Trump. They know they have to make him look worse than Biden and they know how bad Biden really is. Yeah. Underscores it. Donald Trump is treacherous, traitorous, treasonous, treacherous, traitorous and treasonous. I mean, I like from Keith. Three T's from Keith the Queef. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I like that he's going for some style here. I'll give him a, yeah. a half of a style point right here. But uh, of course, none of it's actually true. Quote, the classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries. But the next sentence is worse. Oh, that was really horrible. I mean, you're That's not really so bad. Ooh. You know, capabilities. It's like, well, capabilities. define capabilities. Yeah. Uh huh. Trump had documents detailing quote U.S. nuclear programs, but the next sentence after that is worse. Oh wait, okay. So there were documents about the nuclear program. Mm. Does anybody not know how the nukes work at this point? Uh, what could yeah. it possibly be that uh, yeah. is is such secret information? It's like, well, it's a nuke. Yeah, the document probably said something to the effect of America's nuclear weapons. Everybody knows that's a secret. Uh-huh. We, yeah. we, they, we still have those? I didn't know we had those. What are all those silos for? Potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack. But the next sentence is worse still. I mean, again, I, I'm going to give him some credit on style points. But this seems to me that he's like the guy doing one of those... Uh, demolition derby commercials you know sunday 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 oh that's not all yeah he's like he's like billy mays with the fucking you know the ronco shit but right there's more but wait there's more (laughs) if you if you order right now yeah you will get the uh, keith oberman favorite sweater collection only 49.99 a day plans for possible retaliation to a foreign attack plans for possible retaliation yeah. to foreign attacks did wow. was anybody surprised that the united states would retaliate i mean i want to know what kind of secret information you might think you have here like okay russia china whoever iran attacks the united states well are you really surprised that they're going to attack back and are you sure this is even legitimate stuff and he was the commander-in-chief so if you're commander-in-chief Maybe you're sitting around and you're doodling some stuff down about what maybe you would do if something happened. You're wargaming the situations out. 
Now, are the things that he came up with while in office as commander in chief, are those uh, are those totally top secret documents? Because now Joey's in charge. And if we get nuked, Joey's going to be like, this button don't work. I don't, I'm pushing it. It don't work. And that is the real nightmare here. The joke is Trump spilled all our secrets on the floor of Mar-a-Lago. He spilled it's, it's, all of our secrets on the floor of Mar-a-Lago. By the way, it's, it's Mar-a-Lago, Keith, not Mar-a-Lago. That would make it horse by the lake. And you're also it's assuming you that the there are fucking idiot. Well, he is because I don't know if there's any Russian or Chinese or Iranian agents in Mar-a-Lago. So if the information's in Mar-a-Lago and Mar-a-Lago is protected by the Secret Service, aren't the documents pretty safe? How did all those foreign spy agencies not steal them? The joke goes. Wait, what? What, what is, joke is that? I don't know. I want to know now because I he need a good a joke. Imbecile. He is a fucking imbecile. So he's admitting that even though these documents were spread out on the floor of Trump's house, somehow foreign defectors or foreign adversaries did not come in and steal those. You know, maybe because uh, Trump's home is protected because he is a former president of the United States. How do we know they did not steal? Well, how do we know that, you know, if you're going to act, ask, to prove the negative well keith how do we know joe biden did not sell nuclear secrets to whoever yeah well we can't prove that well then why do you bring it up because it sounds good and he knows he's got his little fan base frothing at the mouth his fan base of imbeciles i wonder how many people actually listen to keith yeah and i wonder how you can on a daily basis and not just feel like your brain is being sucked out of your head. But at least there's a few people, you know, Mark Levin, Scott Lobito, those are the leaders we need True. to bring us to the point to where people can actually pay attention, learn about what's going on and, uh, you know, hopefully move in the right direction <laughs> because that is the biggest case going on. I mean, there's a lot of crap going on in the world. Yeah. But that one just kind of came out of like nowhere. And it's like, but it's about well, documents. Yeah. Well, I think it did. Yeah. It did. I mean, they pulled it out of their ass, but it certainly didn't come out of nowhere. And if you, you know, anybody that thinks that this isn't, isn't a coordinated attack from any fronts is stupid. You know, you had that fucking brag asshole up in New York with Letitia. Uh, you've got some other turd in, in Atlanta. Um, now you've got now you've got Big Daddy Federales joining, you know, jumping on the on the bandwagon. So uh, you know, it's a what do they call it, a pincer attack or whatever? They're coming at them from all sides, and the idea is to just uh, either either tie them tie them up figuratively or literally in prison and sideline them that way. It's it's so clear, and it is the ultimate election interference. Yeah, yeah. Trying to and make- I got to say, when I was listening to to Mark speak, um, he said something that that sort of I thought as well. When they questioned him about that and that asshole said, where's the money? That was absolutely, he was absolutely correct in his assessment of that, of that, of that uh, statement. It was, yeah, what he, what he, the subtextual statement there was fucking prove it. Right. Because he knows he's, he's, he is a thief. And there's another quote of him saying somewhere in one of those emails or documents, it'll take them 10 years to find the money. So he probably had some forensic uh, accountants um, distribute all this jing among his phony shell companies. 
And he feels pretty fucking confident in the work that they did. Well, yeah, because we know money can take a lot of different forms in sure. today's world. Mm-hmm. I mean, just looking at the crypto sphere, I mean, sure, you could lose all your money if the crypto crashes, mm-hmm. but you could put a lot of money into cryptocurrency and you don't have to have any paper trail of that whatsoever. True. And so this whole concept, like, well, how did somebody give me $10 million? It's like, well, it could be sitting on a USB drive right next to your Corvette with all the documents sure. you had. Sure. Nobody really knows. Yeah. Someday, maybe they will. But I don't have a lot of faith in it now that we have gotten to the point where we don't have, we have media, but we don't have journalists. We have the ability for people to spread whatever they want around the world instantaneously, including people like us who do a podcast that goes around the world instantaneously. Mm -hmm. But journalists who would actually have the resources accurate sources that know how to investigate a story we don't have it anymore no so who are you expecting to go out and find the money for joey it's like if the the government's not going to do it because he owns the government at this point yes he does so the fbi is not going to look into him i mean maybe if you're lucky there's a foreign government that hates joey that's going to do it for us that would be good you know and then put as long as you know that would be actually quite beneficial Mm -hmm. throw that out onto the interwebs that's the one beautiful thing about the media we have although then people can just point and go deep fake not real they can do that and and then you still oh you know you do that at your at your peril let's not forget about mr assange true okay there are a lot of downsides to a lot of things yeah yes there are and you know they're making an example of that guy just the same way they did with the uh the j6 crowd you know, look what's look. You want to fuck around with us? Look what's going to happen to you. So clear. Yeah, that's why I appreciate people like Mark Levin, who yep. go who go on to uh, places where millions of people will hear him and say the same crazy stuff that we do. Yeah, and kudos to Hannity for keeping his mouth shut during that uh, that monologue. Yeah, I which does not is. seem easy for Hannity. No, not at all. I should look at the video. I'm not sure if Hannity just went and took a bathroom break. If it was a one camera shot, like, (laughs) yeah, Levin's going to be on for seven minutes. I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. But now you have a clip, of course, from our second favorite on the show after Scott Lobito. And I mean, of course, I mean, Keith Oberman has to be the number one fan favorite, I'm guessing. But you've got a Tina clip for us. I have a Tina clip, but I would I think you should first run the Eric Adams clip because there's sort of those clips are you know, interdependent. Yes. Good old Eric Adams. He's the uh, mayor of New York city. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can understand why Tina loves him so much. Yes. It is my vision uh, to take the next step to this, to go to the faith-based uh, locales and then move to a uh, private residence. Uh, there. Wait, 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 no, this, I've heard about this. Is this, he's yes. talking about what to do with the uh, immigrants that are coming into New York. Yes, there's supposedly something like 70, 80,000 now, uh, you know, wandering around New York. And when he said faith, faith based, um, they came up to hatch some, some cockamamie plan to put them up in churches or something. Um, and I think the, the going rate now per, per uh, illegal alien, let me use the correct term, um, is the, the, the New York City government is paying hotels 
$385 per day for each person. How about that? That's getting a little pricey. <laughs> well, it's New York. I mean, so that's it's New York. That's bottom so, of the barrel. So, but I've, I've heard stories from people that, again, allegedly, because I'm not a journalist, but allegedly people that work in these hotels who are afraid for their lives, mm-hmm. who is, say there is constant alcohol and drug abuse and sexual mm-hmm. abuse of children who they constantly find on the floor of these uh, rooms uh, that are unattended. And yeah. it's a very bad situation. It's a very bad situation. It's when he, Eric, when he said faith based, I guess he cut some kind of a deal with some churches where he'd allow them, you know, that they pay them to allow them to sleep in the churches. I, I, I don't know what the exact arrangement is, but apparently that hasn't uh, alleviated the problem. So now his, his latest uh, harebrained scheme is to induce um, as he'll say, something like cha- economically challenged New Yorkers to take in illegal al- illegal aliens uh, for a fee paid by the city into their spare rooms. Oh, okay. right. So Which, I mean, this was your idea a long time ago. That was my, well, not only mine, but Tina's as well, as you'll hear in a, in a minute. Um, and what's really interesting is he doesn't say a fucking word about his mansion. Gracie Mansion is one big ass house up uh, uh, in upper Manhattan. Uh, that could be, what about that? You got a lot of spare bedrooms in there, Eric. How many are you going to uh, assign to the migrants or the illegals you so deeply care about? Hmm? Well, he doesn't want to take more than his share, so he'll let everybody else go first. It's only fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms. Uh, they have locales. And if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in, in its place, we can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 it may be now, that we potentially would have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers. Sure, that sounds like, uh, yeah. Now, do we get to pick? I mean, because if there's a lot of attractive, like 20, 25 year old women that need a place to stay for a while, <laughs> I mean, there'd be guys lining up left and right for that one. Yeah. You could turn this into the dating game. There you go. Jim Lang. You know, oh, it's maybe not the worst idea. <laughs> but no, I mean, you look at who's coming over the border, though, and they're mainly uh, seems to be young men who dudes. have criminal young, backgrounds. Healthy dudes with very fancy cell phones. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But they have no money. No money. No resources. Yeah. And Tina didn't love this idea. How could she not? Let's let her tell it. So Eric Adams stole my idea from last year. So celebrities, actors, actresses, singers, comedians, liberals, anybody that voted Democrat, pull the fucking rolls in your state and take an illegal immigrant to your house. Clean those fucking couches. Get those fucking spare rooms ready. (laughs) Buy that extra food and take them the fuck home with you. How do you like me now, motherfuckers? Fuck out of here. Was that Michael Jackson (laughs) in the background? All I could hear was the music on that one. (laughs) Really? But she, well, she stole the idea from you because we're sure Tina's listening, but she's too afraid to let us know. Oh, I wish she would. We like Tina. Tina, if you're listening. Drop me a DM. We, Darren and I would love to have you on as a guest. We will let you say whatever you want to say. Absolutely. And we'll yeah. probably back you up. Yes. But this is it. This is how far you've gone down the line. Like, well, no, you could just yeah. take them into your home. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, that's a and, normal thing. 
Yes. And don't be surprised if at some point they figure out a way to um, take it off of a voluntary or bribery style basis and force the issue. It'll be like if you, okay, let's see, you know, they'll, I mean, think of with the, with the, uh, the power of, uh, of computing these days. Oh, you live, we know that you pay taxes on this residence and you've got, the, there's only two, there's only you and your wife in that house. And the Chicago burbs are down. Well, you've got uh, whatever spare bedrooms. Um, you're going to take them in or we're going to assess your taxes another X amount percent per year. So, you know, one way or the other, you're doing it. I, I could see that happening easily. Or although the left is against since, uh, I mean, Bill Clinton was all for it. And maybe even Obama was all for it. Although I don't, maybe Obama wasn't. Clinton, though, was the one that was like, hey, if you're going to take government money, you're going to have to do something for it. Mm. That's been uh, totally turned around now where you don't have to do anything. But otherwise, this would right. be the, oh, you want some uh, government subsidies? You want those food stamps? You want that uh, money coming in every week? Well, then you need to take X amount into your home. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting Maybe. to see how it goes. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go well. No. I do not think it's going to go well. No Agenda Millennial thought that was Carlos Santana. No, that was Pink Floyd in the background, I think. Well, you would know. I know. Either way, that's like, <laughs> there's nothing worse than like, I know what that is, but I can't think of what that is because yeah. it's in a completely different way. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder, I'm like thinking, you know, for some, uh, you know, people that don't want their shows clipped or whatnot, which obviously not Tina, because she wants everybody to hear this. Like, you, you do realize that somebody could be like, nope, we're going to flag your video because you've got our music in the background. Mm. Who knows? It's a weird world that we live in. Who knows? But maybe it circumvents that because it's coming through the radio in her car. So it's already been licensed that far. And it's like, hey, I was just talking in a public place yeah. and this was what was going on. Exactly. That's why you can use all of the noise reduction. I've got so much noise reduction. I don't even know if you can hear. They've been going back and forth, cutting the grass like two feet away. And I'm like, damn. Oh, you got that, too. I got some asshole breaking concrete uh, next door, <laughs> too. I, but luckily, like it just miraculously stopped when uh, you ran the, uh, the opening theme. So I thought, hmm, God is with me. It's perfect. Yeah. Now you've got two other ones, California legalizing child abuse and Trump platform. Is there a preference? Um, on? Well, I guess uh, we maybe uh, take Trump later. This is this is there's a, uh, a a bill that's very close to passage now called the AB 957 uh, cooked up by a miscreant named Scott Weiner, who's a true piece of shit. Um, and basically what it says is now it's going to um, if, if you're the, if you're a parent. And your child decides that he or she uh, wants to uh, change his uh, sex. Remember, I don't say gender. Um, and you don't support that. If you don't, if you don't provide gender affirming care, you can be charged with child abuse. Okay. And there's this cretin, this parasite uh, assembly woman named. Uh, Lori Wilson, by the way, there's uh, 80 assembly, 80 members of the California assembly. Their salaries usually run around 150 grand a year. They have massive expense accounts, assistance coming up out their asses. It's really sick. 62 of them, of course, are Democrats. So it's a pretty good bet this is going to fly. And it is, it, I, again, I couldn't be more happy to be, to be leaving this fucking place 
then there you go. And blowing it up right after you get over the border. I want to still see that happening. I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. Somebody get Larry the, uh, what is that? Like a 65 Lincoln convertible. Uh, <laughs> you just need, you need the vehicle and then that somebody yeah. else can take care of. I mean, somebody's got to have all of uh, Kaczynski's explosives somewhere, right? Lex Luthor. He was going right. to blow California into the Pacific. Somebody's got to do it. So this particular bill adds the very important factor that affirming a child's gender identity is in their best interest, which is what your question is about. Why does it get why does it actually say that in an affirmative way? And it really is because if you have a seven year old who's who's talking about having a potential to say I being able to articulate that they believe. So if you got a seven year old who can even talk. You have to give them free reign. So I guess if the kid says, I want to drive the car, I want to do this. I would hand me that gun. You you have to just, you have to basically, you have to obey your seven-year-olds. If they can articulate, I mean, they can articulate, but of course she can't articulate a fucking thing. I mean, I I despise the word word salad because salad's basically a good thing. It should be like word, like (laughs) word shit, shit flowing out of someone's mouth. And that's what this woman is. A shit is just literally dripping out of her mouth. It's verbal diarrhea. It's not verbal diarrhea. Correct. It's not, it's not a salad. It's diarrhea. Definitely not healthy for you. No. That they are not the same gender um, as they are biologically, then it should be affirmed and through care, it should be determined. And that's what we did with our own child. And that would give the ability for a parent who wasn't sure to affirm and get their child the care that they need to make that so they can begin to articulate that determination. But by- So that they can articulate that term. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Of course, that- you know, she, she did this to her kid. So now everybody else has to. Uh-huh. You know, she's a leader. <laughs> because again, kids at seven years old understand what they are saying or doing. Right. Yes. By saying and rejecting it in wholesale, then you're essentially rejecting your child. And that is not in the best interest of a child. We should be affirming our children in every possible way and getting them. Well, okay. So when your child comes up and says, Hey, mom, I'm really depressed. I want to blow my head off. You have to affirm that. Absolutely. Mom, I'm going to go and start doing heroin. You have to affirm that. Mom, I would love to be a heroin addict. You have to affirm what your child wants. Yeah. Mom, I think I'm a pyromaniac. Hand me those matches (laughs) that can burn the house down. Well, hell yeah. I mean, if you don't give them the matches, you're a horrible parent. Yes. You have to affirm what they want. And that's, again, they're trying to change the language, how nefarious all this stuff is. Yes. Nobody wants to look at the negative sides of things. And it's all like, well, of course, if they if they want to be transgender, I mean, we have to affirm this. But it's like, well, nobody's asking, like, like you just said, what if they want to be a pyromaniac? You have to affirm that as well. No, you fucking tell them no. Or you smack them in the head or you put them in a fucking hospital and be like, you need help. If you really are criminally insane, you don't go. Well, you have to affirm. This yeah. is like, you have to believe all women. No, because women fucking lie. I hate to tell you. Yes. What's, what's doubly uh, troubling about this is, is the way people who opposed this idiot phrase their arguments. Okay. And you hear this constantly and it really pisses me off. Okay. Elon Musk responded to the video of this woman speaking, right? And what he said was, this is crazy. 
And then some, some physician with like, you know, a million followers, I forget his name. Um, he said, uh, um, you know, there's something about this is, this is ridiculous or these are, these are lunatics, you know, that has to stop people saying, this is crazy. This is insane. These are, that must stop because when you brand them, when you paint them with that brush saying they're crazy, they're insane, whatever you are absolving them of a measure, a large measure of guilt. Okay. Remember, you know, people who commit heinous crimes who could prove that they were insane, they don't go to jail. Right. Guiltier if you're not okay. innocent, but you are not uh, not guilty yeah. due to insanity. Yeah. This Cretan knows exactly what she's doing. She's doing it willfully. It's evil. And and her, her platform is evil. Okay. And these people have to be called criminal, evil, garbage. Okay, this this whole giving it kind of a it's a soft pass, really, to say this is insanity. And even in my last clip, which you'll hear from Trump himself, he, he refers to them as as lunatics. Okay, well, then I guess I guess Stalin and Lenin and Mao, they were all lunatics. Well, I don't think they were. They had a horrible agenda. They were very crafty about putting it through. And it's exactly what happened. What's happening here. They are power hungry garbage. And that's what they must be called. Not lunatics, not insane. Well, you know, Hitler as a child just was not affirmed enough, Larry. <laughs> that's the only, the only thing that we can see at this point. Whatever appropriate care they need, whether it's based on their gender, whether it's based on how their um, studies are in school, it doesn't matter. Our children should be affirmed. And this is saying that you have to include gender affirmation as a part of that. You have to be affirmed. You, to. you must or, or, or obey. You'll be, you'll be charged with child abuse. That's, she kind of leaves that off. Yeah. You know. Well, it's, it is very much like the you must obey. It's not only do you have to live and let live, which that was the thing the left hated about the Christians and Catholics the most. For years was, you know, the whole turn the other cheek, the hate the sin, but love the sinner that always annoyed the left. This is why it was always pushed for. Well, make those gay bakers make us a cake. Make them do something that they don't want. We'll show them they must approve yeah. of what we're doing. They must go along with it. Mm -hmm. This is all right down that same pathway. Same place. And that's why the verbiage changed from tolerance to embrace. You can't just, it's not enough that you tolerate stuff. You have to embrace it, right? You have to affirm whatever your and child wants. It. And celebrate it too. Embrace and now celebrate it, don't you? Yes. What if your child wants to be the best rapist he can be? Do you have to affirm that too? One would wonder. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just want to know where it stops. Like, oh, you must affirm your children. Yep. Otherwise, it's unhealthy not to affirm their deepest desires. Yep. I mean, it is insanity, but it is criminal insanity, which is, uh, which is even worse. Although I don't even, I can't. Here's the thing. You and I, I believe, are rational people, and you see the people like this, and you're like, okay, it's almost hard to believe that somebody can be that evil, and that takes a little getting over, but I think you have to get to that point and you be do. like, this isn't, uh, this isn't accidental. No. No, this isn't just a misguided person. This is somebody with a very, very evil intent. Now, Trump, this is in regards to this as well. You said the Trump platform. Well, this is basically a summation of, of his platform. I think it was, it was wonderfully uh, 
um, concise and accurate and uh, everything he says um, is is correct with the with the exception i believe he refers to them as lunatics they're not lunatics they are not lunatics they are marxists okay yes which is something that uh, although i'm not sure if people would understand that yeah in our day because i remember it was just a few years ago whether it was um Jesse Waters or one of those that went out. This was when the right finally started calling out what the left was doing as socialism. Right. And they went out to the college kids and like, can you define socialism? <laughs> oh yeah. Like going to a lot of parties and uh, yeah, having a lot sure. of friends. <laughs> sure. But I mean, if you think of the, if you said to the average person define the word lunatic, what does a lunatic look like? Right. Kind of looks like the other guy with what is a woman, right? Right. What, what, what is a lunatic, right? I, I would say that most people say, well, yeah, it's some person who's disheveled and they shit their pants and they're running down the street, you know, gibbering incoherently, you know, and there's a couple of guys going to chase them and they'll take them to the hospital for observation, right? So when you, when you, when you say that about, you know, Merrick Garland, is he, they'd call him a lunatic or Jack Smith or any of these dirt bags. They're not lunatics. They're sitting there wearing $5,000 suits. They've got uh, their walls are papered with uh, with degrees from Ivy League schools. These are not lunatics. They're scumbags. Well, and they try to make themselves off as the enlightened. That's how all yeah. of these people are like, wait, you're sure. just in, in everybody else who yeah. has any kind of conservative or traditional mindset is being pushed the lie that they're the ones who can't think properly for their, yeah. the way the You're world is now. Redneck uh-huh. With a rifle rack in the back of your F-150. Yeah. And, a, uh, and you go to church or you believe in yeah. God. How dare you? Right. How dare you? We are a failing nation. We are a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. It's totally corrupt, and we can't let it happen. This is the final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will roll out the fake news media. We will expose the rhinos for what they are. We will defeat Joe Biden and we will liberate America from these villains once and for all. We will liberate. We're going to liberate our country. Okay, what are the chances, even if he wins, he's able to do any of that? Correct. And that's the problem. Of course, that's the problem. Although he's finally figured out, I like, I think, maybe I hate. It's very, it's hard to know. Uh, But the Donald Trump mentality for this particular go round seems to be embracing exactly what the left has been doing because he's embracing the victim mentality. He's embracing that I was wronged and that's why I should be put into the white house, which is oddly enough, all of the stuff that the left is being, has you been using for minorities and gays and trans, everything is like, 
They have always been mistreated, and this is why we need to give them special treatment. Trump is kind of using that same exact thing. Whether it'll work or not, I'm not sure, but he's definitely leaning into the, I was wronged and this is why I should win. Rather than, here's what I can do for the country, he has definitely got a little bit of that victim mentality. Yeah, which may be a winning strategy. How does how does he not address that at this time? I mean, they're coming. They they want to cuff him and perp walk him. I mean, he has to 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 not mention that would be, you know. I think I think his his time. He's it's very well timed, and he he summarized it beautifully. Um, and maybe if he if he beats this or something, then he can can back get back to uh, the more proactive issues. Yes, real that issues, he, that, and you know. But I mean, he. I, I just there's. I, I don't see how he could not address that at this time really which is also why i go right back to are the democrats trying to keep him from running or guarantee that he runs i'm still not sure and that's it's weird because what is all this what is the reason because i don't think anybody in the democrat the people that are have the ability to do the things they're doing I don't think any of them really believe Trump's going to do jail time. This is all either to. Oh, I do. You, you think, think they do lock him up? I I think they're saying it, but I don't believe they think it's ever going to happen. I think it's what? all a, a political stunt. Oh, but I'm not I sure what the reason for the stunt is. It be, but I mean, why would you think that it's a stunt? Because look, um, look how they've just not bent, but broken the law just uh, with a mere leveling these charges against him what they've done is as as uh as levin said is isn't an insurrection it's a coup it's illegal they've shattered the constitution so why the fuck would they stop at uh at, at actually imprisoning him I, I think i think it doesn't matter to them either way i think they realize that they have seized control of all the levers of power in this country and this is a show of force this is no different than the people rotting in the basement for sightseeing uh, the the Capitol on January sixth, no different. And this is this is how our power power we have now total hegemony over all of you. And not only not only the least of you, the most of you. Here's a fucking billionaire. Here's a man who is a retired president. Here is a candidate, and we're still gonna fucking clip his balls and stuff him in a dungeon. And so fucking look out if you have any ideas of offering resistance. This is what you get. That's what this is about, Darren. It's a message. True. It's like the parents, like, I'm going to send a, uh, going to send a message. You going to punish the old brother. So the oldest kid, so you, everybody else knows what's coming. Yeah. Well, either way, it's going to be scary watching the whole thing. It is going to be scary. It's going to be very scary. I mean, talk about, uh, fasten your seatbelt as a bumpy ride ahead. That's no bullshit. Yeah. I, I just don't see how. I don't see how peace can prevail over the next uh, 18, 24 months. I just, I just don't think that's 18 months. I don't think it's possible. Oh yeah. I don't you know? think there's any election result in the next election that doesn't cause some kind of violence. A lot of violence. And the media, of course, will continue to stoke those flames. Yes, they will. Because that's what, because nobody's watching them right now, but a lot of people watch during those riots. So mm-hmm. that was great TV for them. Yeah. Now, uh, I wanted to check in on what's going on in the Seattle area. Just so, I mean, I know we have a Ryan Bemrose listening. Uh, the fabulous Ryan Bemrose. Yeah, he's fabulous. He also does a show with me on uh, Wednesdays called Grumpy Old Ben's. 
And uh, since we don't do clips on that show, this is a government board that is in charge of millions of dollars. This is the homeless committee. So they're in charge of a lot of money trying to get housing for people. Wait a minute. Excuse me. What did the humblest what what housing the for housing, the unhoused. Uh, okay. And <laughs> this is, there's a guy that gets put onto a board. This story was out a couple of weeks ago. That is a sex offender. And one of the women brought this up while mm-hmm. he was being nominated. And this is what happened at that particular point. Uh, according to the story that I saw on this, the guy has been arrested multiple times once for, I think it was raping a 15 year old once for raping a 13 year old once for being found in a tent with a minor, you know, in Seattle, cause that's, what's going to happen. But here's what goes on when somebody points that out, that he is, you know, a very bad person while he is being appointed to this board. I don't care if they're a sex offender. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're indigenous. I don't care if they're a criminal. I don't care if they're coming out of jail, prison. Everyone deserves housing. Stained. Next is Raven Crawford. Lived experience, emergency food and shelter board, representation of LGBTQIA2S+, American Indian, Alaska Native, Indigenous communities and chronic homelessness and domestic violence. Yatahe, I second. Um, Yeah. All in favor? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I. I. Can I say something? We have a code of ethics on this board, and Thomas Whitaker Raven Crowfoot is a sex offender, a repeat sex offender, and I have had bad experience with him. So I'm going to touch you up because we can't disclose people's personal business here, right? And although that's public disclosure, like we have no right to out anybody in this space. Okay. Okay. I thought thinking right? like that's just not here. okay at all. Okay. And I won't and stand I for that as a co-chair. No, We're not we here to discover here. people's no. backgrounds. And actually I'm glad that if that is the case that he's here because sex offenders are another uh, population that is most vulnerable that don't have housing. Okay. People do change and people do change. He touched me. He had, he, she has touched me. So if there's a meeting where he's at, you need to take this to the police then. Christina, I have, I have, this is not the forum. Christy, stop. As the co-chair, I'm telling you that you cannot talk like that in this meeting. I will not have that here. If anyone wants to talk like that, you will be muted and then removed from this meeting. Board member, Stop. public or not. Who is that asshole speaking? The co-chair of this committee that is uh, in Seattle that has millions of the city's money to spend on the homeless problem. Wow. There is no place here for talking about somebody that is a multiple times sex offender. No, we will not out those kind of people here. No, Mm. this is insanity. And this is, I mean, this stop saying it's insanity, but I think this woman really is insane. I mean, that's, this is, that's a woman talking. (laughs) Yes. Mm. Yeah. I think she is absolutely insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, who could be sure in today's world? Yeah. 
It's like, wow. wait. So somebody comes up and says, not only do I know that this person that you're putting on this board is a sex offender, I can say I've had personal interactions with him where I was violated and you get yelled at because that's this isn't the place for that. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Is this how it is just walking down the street? Memrose, I mean, I just want to know because uh, this is crazy. Wow. If anyone wants to talk like that, you will be muted and even removed from this meeting. Board member or public or not. This is about equity. equity. Everyone. Uh-huh. This is about equity. Now we see what it's really about. Mm. Everyone deserves housing. Everyone deserves housing. So, no, they don't. in fact, child molesters deserve the short end of a rope. Uh huh. Period. Everyone deserves housing. This again goes down to if your kid wants to be the best possible rapist, you have to affirm him. That's how he winds up here. Mm. It's exactly the same mindset. You go, oh, you're a criminally insane person. We have to affirm your behavior because anything else is hateful and that is not equity because, you know, child molesters need a house too. How horrible of you, Larry, not to think child molesters deserve a home. <laughs> like send them up in a spaceship just with a one-way ticket. Yeah, shoot them into the sun. I don't care if they're a sex offender. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're indigenous. And I like that she equates being black and being a sex offender. Yeah, yeah. How, how do those two things pencil out? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What a creep. It's a sickness. It is. It's it, it's criminally. We need a stronger word that means uh, criminally insane because that's what these people are. I don't care if they're a criminal. I don't care if they're coming out of jail, prison. Everyone deserves housing. Okay. Okay, Shanae. We got you. No, it's not okay. That's the point. And so when we talk about a code of ethics here at the CLC board, we will be respectful of all people. All except you, except those that right. disagree with us. See, that's where somebody needs to hit them in the face with a bag of shit and then yeah. turn them a high pressure fire hose on them and just hose them right the fuck out of that chamber and say, next, who wants to talk like that next? Uh-huh. You will respect everybody except yeah. those that disagree with us. That will treat mm-hmm. you like garbage. Everybody's here for the same reason. To end homelessness. Because we've all been there. And it sucks. And it's a place to be. But we are all human at the end. And we all deserve housing. It is no, you're not human. Right. You don't deserve housing. Yeah, I'm kind of questioning that as well. Yeah. It doesn't matter your background, your religion, your creed, your sexual orientation i don't care about none of that and nobody here should either what we all Shanae, care about is ending homelessness Shanae, we need to move on no i'm telling you i'm not moving on as the co-chair i'm letting you know our code of excess is that this is an inclusive space and we are equitable to all inclusive that's an inclusive <laughs> space larry that's equitable to all even sex offenders who have abused children yeah we need to make them feel welcome. This is why the world is in the particular kind of dire straits that they are now. Because I, I'm with Donald Trump and I mean, it's, it's hard not to call these people insane. It really is because we have not had another word that really can come even close to what this is. Hmm. To where somebody goes, yeah, this person is bad. He's a sex offender. 
it's not just like, oh, I've had a problem with him. There is uh, a criminal record and the whole, well, we will not be outing people's personal business. And then you heard immediately she was like, well, okay, well, this is public, obviously, because, you know, those kind of charges are not. uh, Here's the funny thing. When you're somebody that sexually abuses children, they don't want that to be private. They want people around you to know. That's the whole point of having to have a fucking registry that people have to go on. But no, not this woman. She thinks, oh, that's a horrible thing. How dare you talk about that, that he was a multiple-time sex offender. Wow. As the co-chair, this is who's spending the money on the homeless in uh, Seattle. This is who decides who has a home. I mean, you kind of wonder. You kind of wonder how the government's in such bad shape. I think this pretty much says it all. Yeah. And there has to be a better word. So if somebody can come up with a better word, let us know. Let us know. I liked Trump's N word. They're villains. That was a good word. Villain. That they are. And it kind of, they all remind you of the old, uh, you know, like the 1920s, 30s silent movie villains with the big snidely whiplash, um, you know, mustache. Oh, he'd be a, he'd be a welcome respite from, I'm sure, whatever this is. Yeah, well, this is... Uh, I mean, he had a nice coat on, a top hat. You know, he looked like he was bathed. You know, I don't, true. I don't, I don't know what the visual is of this this uh, psychotic... Not good. ...screaming, but uh, it's probably not good. No, not good. You don't want to see the video. Yeah. <laughs> it's just in... Uh, we're, we're in a whole new place. This is... Yeah, we are. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak, and No Agenda, another great podcast. They've talked about Dimension A and Dimension B for a long time. We are totally moving apart. The people in one... And the people in the other moving for, you know, where it used to be, you had minor differences. Now you're at this point where, oh, you must affirm those sexual predators. You must affirm the child rapist. You have to affirm. Affirm and celebrate. Yes. I mean, why don't we have a child rapist day? I'm really not sure. Just, hey, just wait. Probably, probably in the, <laughs> in the wings somewhere. <laughs> Hey, and, that, and they'll be calling again. It'll be maps. It'll be map day. Uh-huh. Minor attracted persons, you know, because the first thing they do is change the verbiage and everybody and all the mouth breathers will be, oh, okay, that's not nice. You know, nobody will notice. Hey, we're looking at you, Brandon Johnson, new mayor of Chicago. You can make your mark. You could be the first one. <laughs> you could be the first. Come on. Huh. Uh, but that's why people come here and they listen to the Planet Rage show. I mean, we call it a show, but it really is a tour through. Just the villainous scum that inhabit the planet Earth right now. We are a value for value podcast, which means we put the shows out there. If you get some value out of them, there is a variety of ways for you to get some value back to us, including monetarily. You can go to planetrage.show slash donate for all of the information there. We have a few people to thank for today's show. First and foremost, Dame Slamey who came in, looks like a $20 monthly donation to start of that. Thank you, Dame Slamy. It's a great name, by the way. I know. At first, I mean, it confused a JCD because it's like Slammy because it's her name's Amy. <laughs> and it's like, I almost have to put like a, a hyphen in there. So it's like Slamy. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like Dame Slammy. No, but it kind of looks like Slammy, although I think Slammy would have two M's in it. But you're right. Slay me much better, much cooler. Says in the morning, Darren. Oh, I'm donating to Planet Rage. The PayPal note still isn't showing up. I think it may be. I don't think notes show up though for 
monthly donations. I think it's only for one time, but I can double check that. Okay. Um, Biden's economy, et cetera. My note would be thanks for the rage. Well, you're welcome. Yes. And thank you for the $20 donation to keep the lights on the microphone sounding good, all that kind of stuff. And then finally, see, finally, Dame Slamey, thank you. Somebody finally beat Srinivas Murti at that 10-01 game. <laughs> he was always winning so many of these shows. Nobody above at the 10-01. But we still appreciate it, Srini. We do. JCD still can't say his name correctly, which I find to be funny. That is funny. We say it right. Srini, thank you. And of course, then where there is Srini, there is Steve Edwards at $10, one whole cent behind. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate that. Tim Heasel coming in with $10. Thank you, Tim. Captain Oblivious, which is still one of the better names in the troll room. Absolutely. Great handle. And I mean, it's kind of sad because we now figure that is a majority of people on the planet Earth could be called Captain Oblivious. <laughs> Not this guy. No. Thank you, Captain. Skipper. They're, well, man, most of the people are generally. Uh, so it would be general oblivion maybe is. Uh, yeah is what the average person is at this point. And our buddy comic strip blogger coming in with the, uh, with the boostagram 15,033 Satoshis. And he said that uh, since you are, are going to be going through the big move and you're going to be under a lot of pressure, he said, I should read the his notes so as to not put <laughs> any right, added I pressure. Thank you. And I'm sure you're going to do a yeomanly job, Darren. Well, he said not to do it in the shouty voice. So I'm always like, well, do I do it in an extra shouty voice then? <laughs> I mean, that would be good too, but he he likes the more subdued okay. voice. So let me see if we can, uh, we can try to get into a character here. Larry and Darren, you know, what grinds my gears, ego driven punks in power, lording over their stations with the greater good in mind. And I have to point out, they're using that punk word. So you and Larry CSB, go. or it's Gwef, whichever one, you are right on. Yes. Pushing the slow apocalypse upon gelded cucks so sedated by full spectrum dominance, they are incapable of preventing their demise. Perhaps that crazy old kook, Charles Darwin, had half a clue when he mind-trapped humanity into a mental cul-de-sac of retardation with survival of the fittest. Stay ahead of the herd, slaves. Subscribe to AI.Cooking. Yo, CSB and Gwiff. Wow. I, you know what? We've read a lot of those over the years. That's the best one yet. That was fantastic. Was it written by an AI? That's what I want to know. I don't think so. <laughs> I know that I also saw Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley and Harry Pilgrim who were streaming Satoshis while listening, and that's greatly appreciated. Yes. Thank you, Sir Sean and Harry. And uh, during this show here, we have had some uh, boost going on here, including uh, Amducious with 3333. We had uh, the, now the clip custodian here. He is uh, Neil Jones having a, he's trying to get rid of all of, all of his Satoshis, I guess, today. Oh, boy. Let me see here. I'm going to count these up. He's got one that came in. At 11,111 Satoshis. And then three minutes later, another one came in for 22,222 Satoshis. 
And then like 13 minutes later, 33,333 Satoshis. Wow. And then 11 minutes later, 22,222 Satoshis. CSB, this is how you do it. This is fantastic. Darren, is there any way you can um, sort of um, cross tab or correlate the uh, arrival of those Satoshis with whatever the hell we were saying at that time so we can just basically replicate that right this is it (laughs) this is it i mean and this is i mean it's there is uh so there's the 11 111 22 222 then a 33 333 then a 22 222 then another 22 222 then another 11 111 then another 22 222 then another 11 111 and then another 33 333 that's fantastic apparently you liked what he was hearing at that time this is good we thank you, Cliff Custodian. That is thank a you, massive Custodian. amounts of boost. And if you don't know what boosting thank is, you got to go to newpodcastapps.com. All of the information will be in there. And uh, see, Brooklyn came in early on with uh, 7777. I like that most, except for CSB, everybody sends in a donation with all the same numbers. So there's something about Planet Rage. That makes people want to come in with the 3333 or all ones or all twos or all sevens. Most of the donations, almost all of them today, except CSBs, are the same number, which is weird. But uh, the one from C. Brooklyn just said, uh, I agree with Larry. AI is shit. So that goes back to the beginning of the show. (laughs) And maybe if we, we can come up with a better solution to see these things when they are. When they are live, I mean, I'm not opposed to interjecting those live while we're doing the uh, while we're well, doing the you, show Steve itself. Brooklyn. And a clip custodian didn't have any messages with any of those was just sending in the boost to keep the show boosting thank along. Thank you. We appreciate that. Again, go over to planetrage.show slash donate. And if you want to get in on the podcasting 2.0 thing, it is new podcast apps dot com. No berets like AI is shit. Look at my no agenda post today. See, there's either you love AI <laughs> or you hate AI. And I do have a, you know, uh, I like the fact that it can do some things. Our buddy Bandrew, he was listening to the random thought show. So he heard about the whole Adobe thing and he used that to make the thumbnail for his latest YouTube video. When you need something done down and dirty. In his case, he needed a little uh, a, a neon, so like kind of like a neon sign that looked just like the outline of a house and then a big red X. Mm-hmm. You know, when you need something quick and easy and down and dirty, it works for that. For very detailed things, yeah, it's going to be a while still. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate it. I just think it's not, hasn't arrived at its uh, sweet, sweet, sweet spot yet. Correct. And Amdusha's just came in with 9528. Satoshi says, ha, look, random numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now our case has been disproven. This is it. This is the yeah. crowd we have here. They either want to Great prove crowd. what we're saying or they're like, ha, ha, I'll show you you're wrong. Well, okay. So Amdusha's by that, um, by that logic, nobody's boosted over a million Satoshi's today. So, mm, um, yeah, you know, that's a fact. Nobody's going to do it either. I can tell you that right now. Are they? Nope. You just have to learn just kind of like with the AI. You have to learn the proper prompts to get the, the end result that you want. You're good at that, Darren. We ha- we're having fun figuring it all out, just like the yeah. world around us. Mm-hmm. And we, when we don't like what's going on, we'll call out the people for being asshats 
And I know everybody's happy uh, that you're getting the hell out of LA. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Where uh, you won't have to worry about Captain Hair Gel. Now, that's all I, when I see him, it's like, that's all I, all I hear in my mind is Captain Hair Gel. I don't even remember his real name most of the time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm going to, you know how Adam for the longest time was saying it to the Dems is really going to be Michelle, right? I'm going to throw my prediction out there and say, Joey will not make it to the finish line. Somehow they've got to sideline Kamala and the guy's going to be Captain Hair Gel. That's what I predict. That's going to be scary. That's what I predict. But I don't believe, do you think Biden, something happens before this term's even over? Is that where, because I don't know how else they get him off the ticket. Yeah, they'll just, they'll just, you know, because let's face it, they've got so much dirt on him. It's, it's insane. And they'll just say, Joey, you're done and uh, sideline him. And then some, some, some machinations will occur that, you know, Kamala wants to spend more time with her family, you know, Captain Air Gel's uh, hand, bony hand will shoot up and say, pick me. And they'll go, yep. He wants to spend less time with his family. (laughs) Send him to the white house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see. I mean, if you look at his Twitter feed, he's been running for several months now. It's so clear. So oh well weird. yeah he did he was doing ads in florida months ago yeah, exactly well why the fuck would he do that he's running i would enjoy debates between captain hair gel and trump oh mm. i don't even think you need a moderator because i think you just put the two of them in a room and let them yeah. go at it you don't need questions yeah it would be entertaining now for people that want to keep up with what's going on with us, then when uh, Planet Rage isn't on, the great way to do that would be to listen to that Larry show every week. Do you know what that one's going to be about uh, this week? Well, I'm definitely going to be uh, exploring a little bit about this, uh, this treasonous occurrence that's going down tomorrow. So uh, you know, the- come back and see me this Wednesday or thereabouts, and I'll have some, uh, some thoughts for you in that regard, along with some other things. You know, again, every show for the past two or three has been, you know, the continuing saga of my escape. So yes. there'll be another, another wrinkle there as well. But is that the terrifying Trump treasonous? Uh, we got to use a lot of T's like that. So we can be like tees. Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Keith is our hero. He is such a great broadcaster <laughs> and a snappy dresser. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like the, the glasses. I mean, that really exactly. sets him over the edge. The Harry Carey glasses. Yeah. And Harry wore it much better. And Harry, actually was more eloquent than uh, joe biden so there's that mm. i used to love listening to harry carey nothing now, how about you with random thoughts darren you got anything uh, in the tubes or i may uh, have a story or two about trying to uh trade some merchandise with taylor swift fans which oh yeah millennials yeah. are uh they're a whole different breed of human beings mm. and i have some theories on uh you know, why some things will sell on eBay for better pricing than not. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it may make a good episode, but there's still two days in advance. So who knows what might happen until then? Now, I thought of you. I saw this meme, which was actually pretty amusing. And it was a split screen on the left was Napoleon Dynamite. On the right was Taylor. And they said, Taylor is uh, he's Napoleon in drag. Have you seen that? Yes, I've seen that. What do you think? And when I usually see that, I post one of the. Uh, one of the images from a a photo shoot that Taylor did for Vogue magazine Mm. where she's kind of laying on a bed. And I'm like, if you think they still look alike, you got, you got something going on. (laughs) 
it's like, you know, that's it. Everybody's got their, their own look. And uh, there, there are similarities to the facial structure. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's definitely a, you know, she's a good looking woman. There's no question about that. But I thought, holy shit, there is similarities there to the structure. Yeah. <laughs> like it is. The, the world is a weird place. There's no doubt it about is. it. And now she's got, uh, well, here's the interesting thing, too. And this may make it on to random thoughts. It's going to need some, uh, a little deeper dive into figure out what's actually going on. But there have been recently articles. The first one I saw from the Huffington Post, and they're often the left's first rallying cry if they're launching something. Oh, yeah. There's been negative stories about Taylor Swift, and I'm wondering if the left is going after her. Hmm. Why? She's been a big proponent. Well, she had a boyfriend briefly, allegedly. I don't know. Because again, I hate following any personal lives of any artist. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But the one guy from the band 1975 was like, oh, he's, you know, a Nazi. He did the Nazi salute on stage. So she's now being tied to him. Oh. And there was one that's like, oh, Taylor fans. And this was from the, the Huffington Post. The headline was something like, uh, Taylor Swift fans think she's their friend, but she's not. I mean, it was something just <laughs> like that, you know, and it's like, and, or, you know, and here's why it's like, well, here's why. this is interesting. It is interesting when you see, uh, because I believe that out of all of celebridom and most celebrities are morons. And I put Taylor Swift in that category. I don't think she understands, you know, if we we're going to sit down and have a political conversation, I wouldn't expect her to know what I do from following politics a lot. I think she's got way more important things going on in her own life. And I wouldn't expect her to know any of that kind of stuff. But with that said, she is a very dangerous person. If either side pisses her off because she has such a large audience and it's a rabid fan base that. If Taylor Swift, say, came out tomorrow and said, I'm a Donald Trump fan, I want him to be president, I think that would cement Donald Trump being president. Really? She has that much of a fan base, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, Chicago. So she's, she's like the new Oprah. I mean, Oprah was yes. kind of a kingmaker in her day, right? The news came out in Chicago that the hotels here have never had a higher occupancy than last weekend when Taylor Swift was here. There have never been more hotel rooms booked at one time in Chicago. Wow. That's impressive. Uh Uh-huh. It's like there were like 55,000 rooms booked for a concert that was going to bring like 60,000 people in. Of course, there were three nights, so not everybody had tickets for every night. So a lot of people were coming in for the weekend, maybe only going to one show. Mm Mm-hmm. And the amount of money that was spent downtown in restaurants and bars, I guess, was off the charts. Yeah. They're saying she could. I mean, this is we used to talk about. Big tours making millions of dollars. This one, they're actually saying she may make, uh, you know, gross one point five billion on this whole world tour. Wow. I know that's good money. We could be you and I could retire if we had one point five billion on that. I think you could buy in that kind of cake. Yeah, for a little while anyway. For a while, a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Find me uh, McAfee's old yacht and uh, start sailing in international waters where you will find right. us. Peace. For, well, for more stories, be sure to tune in next time. 
Monday, the next tour group leaving at right about 1 p.m. Central. Just tune in to noagendastream.com. And if you miss it, of course, subscribe in your favorite podcast app or by going to planetrage.show. And in the interim, listen to me over on Random Thoughts and Larry at thatlarryshow.com. Yes, sir. And we will see you when we see you. Thanks, gang. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit.